from the smallest room in New York City comes a show that gives you a reason to live. Take your fucking diaper off. Another homeless guy involved in, a, well, a spate of deadly attacks. He's dead from being punched. They've classified a death last week as homicide. Rich Carucci's here. Hey, Rich. Hey. You're not homeless. Not yet. You just wish you were. I wish I was. Bringing the number of uh, homeless people killed in the city in the last two weeks to at least six. Most recent victim, 54-year-old Pelagia Constantine. They have names. I can't believe it. 54 died uh, just you know days after another homeless man punched him on a sidewalk in Queens. They're not safe out there. We want to be safe from them. Sometimes they beat people to death. Sometimes they chase people with a brick. Uh, sometimes they, there was there was one for uh, and they actually I think charged him for hate crimes on all these uh, you know attacking white people, uh, saying you know you don't belong here, honky. This guy, a guy said you don't belong here, honky. <laughs> They're trying to find Lionel who, who Jefferson. Who uses honky anymore? Yeah, exactly. Come on. Uh, Jeremiah McCarthy is accused of hitting Mr. Constantine. So they were both 54. That's, I guess that's when most people go home was 40s, 50s, late 40s, early 50s. It's a very carefree time. Yeah, it's the midlife crisis, you know, <laughs> bucket list, being homeless. Yes. During a dispute, dispute, uh, and that caused him to fall on the ground, injure his head. That's what it is a lot of times. It's not the punch, it's the fall and the hit on the head. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the fall, it's the sudden stop. It's the sudden stop. <laughs> He's taken to a hospital, remain in critical condition, which is when they said, wait, no, no insurance for sure. Okay, great. And then it's the lack of a electricity. <laughs> Here, here's a story from New York Daily News. A male visitor was in the Bronx apartment uh, the night before her mother was found dead in her bed by her two horrified young children. Oh. So they think, well, it must have been this male visitor, right? Lou, uh, Luz Perez's frightened kids frantically screamed for help after discovering their mom's bleeding body oh. in her bed around 8 a.m. Sunday Terrible. on the Sabbath. In my home! <laughs> in my home where I sleep! <laughs> Sunday, and they were, they, they were dialed 911. Oh, it was only a five-year-old and a two-year-old. They were seen banging on the window. 40-year-old Perez pronounced dead at the scene. They initially thought Perez had been stabbed, but... Uh, oh, she just started her period, it says. Oh. No. Uh, <laughs> pronounced dead. Uh, investigators initially thought Perez had been stabbed, but on Monday, police said they, were no, they weren't sure about the cause of death. I think you could tell if somebody's stabbed. Don't they have giant, like, holes in them? Yeah, like a lot of red shit coming yeah. out. Oh. Maybe they didn't. Maybe it's a gunshot. Oh, yeah, yeah, all right. Maybe she fell on something sharp. Maybe, uh, I'm trying to think of other maybe shit. Maybe he did several know? things to mm -hmm. her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's when it's somebody you really know that pisses you off that bad. Investigators initially thought that he that she had been stabbed, but they said that uh, the yelling followed by silence was heard in the apartment Saturday night before the visitor left. Sources said that Perez had an active order of protection against the father of the children. Look how well it worked. Thirteen-year-old Devante McCalman, who lives on the third floor, that's Devante McCalman, lives on the third floor, was leaving the building on Sunday when he heard Perez's kids screaming by the window. Of their first floor apartment. They were by the window, but the window was closed. This is a male visitor. Is he unidentified, I wonder? Or do they, it, it's got to be the guy she had the order of protection against, right? You would think. The Chinatown vagrant accused of fatally bludgeoning four homeless men. He'd previously been sprung from jail, not once but twice, by misguided nonprofits pushing bail reform. He looks pissed. <laughs> 
he should be like fuck. He he was doing very well in at crime. Yeah, he was in Manhattan Criminal Court April 25th, as I said, for a hearing on a misdemeanor assault rap for punching a guy in the face when he began to whistle loudly. The police were looking from also the fashion oh. the fashion police. Look at that shit. <laughs> I had this all wrong. I had this all wrong, uh, Rich. I thought that he punched a guy for whistling loudly, oh. but he was in there for punching a guy in the face. And and while he was since he and he started whistling loudly while he was in there, he was the one whistling. Ah. he was whistling. He didn't punch a guy in court. He was whistling. Okay, my whistling bad. is so fucking annoying, though, isn't it? That makes me hate him. Yeah, I kind of liked him when he was controlling the whistling. Yeah, but now, now it says yeah. Okay, so uh, he was in Manhattan criminal court for a hearing on a misdemeanor assault rap for punching another guy in the face when he began to whistle loudly, according to a criminal complaint. He was, by the he was just trying to talk, but he's missing teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Santos refused to stop making... That's why he doesn't smile in the pictures. Allegedly refused to stop making noise, uh, so court officers tossed him from the room, and he went berserk, shoving an officer, refusing to obey uh, others. Uh, orders not to, to re-enter. He really wanted to be in the courtroom and whistling. Yeah. I feel very casual. That's <laughs> like, to show how how unfazed he is by being in court. This is a guy who really, really wants to be in jail. In my it opinion, it seems like it, and they just can't. You know, they're not letting him do it. Yeah, it, he's he's. They, it's like, what do I have to go fucking kill somebody? Okay, okay. look, what? I don't. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> they're, they're sitting ducks. He was probably whistling while he was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> he was arrested and booked on obstruction and resisting arrest charges. While awaiting arraignment, he's trying to kick everybody. So $500. Now, the next day, a student from NYU, he was held on $500 bail. The next day, a student from NYU Law School's Washington Square Legal Services Fund bailed him out. That douche. Now there's who's guilty. It was the student from NYU's NYU Law School's Washington Square Legal Services Fund. Um, that's interesting. So the student-run yeah. nonprofit's mission, according to its website is to end cash bail, and until then, subvert the cash bail system by bailing out as many people as possible. What's that number we could give out there? <laughs> <laughs> Court Officers Union Chief. I don't think that we qualify, by the uh, way. Exactly. Uh, the Court Officers uh, Union Chief, Dennis Quirk, said on Monday that the group should be ashamed of themselves. Court good Officers for, The Court yes. Officers Union, yeah, okay, they're against this kind of thing. They're the Court Officers. Yeah. They're like, look, what the fuck is wrong with you guys? Uh, anyone who attacks anyone in law enforcement should be given severe jail time, not bailed out. It sends a bad message. That's uh, true. They could at least hold them up if you were going to, you know, uh, like they, more than 500, get five grand. Yeah, I was wondering 500. I mean, I even have that almost. Yeah, you know. that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> almost wouldn't need any help. Right, right? Like I would just have to book a week somewhere. And this guy has no, <laughs> no $500. This guy would have been locked up, I yeah. think, for a while. Oh, absolutely. No one's going to get him out. No. Uh, I mean, he's fucking homeless, right? Allegedly. Anyone who attacks anyone in law enforcement, I agree. They, they need to be punished. Five days after the bailout, he failed to show up for hearing in his, in his original assault case, which looked for that to happen. Yeah, yeah. Besides, uh, he doesn't do well in court anyway, so... <laughs> You're he probably better missed, off, right? right? Yeah. Exactly. He was eventually picked up uh, after the bench warrant for his arrest was ordered. Funny, he was actually on a bench when it happened. <laughs> <laughs> on November 28th, 2018, a Manhattan judge forced to drop the assault and obstruction cases after prosecutors said they weren't ready for trial. 
you haven't investigated this? Well, we don't I have all the facts I need. <laughs> yeah. I think I could prosecute this. They just let him go. Yeah, we need Your that Honor, <laughs> look at him. And the fucking did this. Yeah. He's whistling. Uh, Randy Santos did this. Randy Santos did, did that. that. <laughs> you ain't going sure. nowhere. Yeah, sure. <laughs> just bring him to court. He'll do something else. <laughs> hey, uh, we got him now. You bring him to court. That's all you got to do. Yeah, he's going to fuck him. He'll handle... The crime. Oh, this guy needs a one-man show. Over the next months, he was in and out of custody, picking up new cases in three boroughs, failing to show up to court. This guy's on tour. <laughs> He's got a manager hey, now. I've been Randy Santos. Go to randysantos.com. <laughs> Come on, I got some memorabilia. Buy a antique. Besos, besos. <laughs> Buy an imitation <laughs> club. Sabado, yagant. Okay, I know I'm dressing up for Halloween. He groped a woman, March eighth in Queens, uh, and uh, which that's if you're gonna yeah, grope well, a lady, as the as the post previously reported, his thousand dollar bail. He didn't know it was a woman at the time, though. In his defense, by the way, that, <laughs> that was a Bronx Freedom Fund that, that, <laughs> Is that, that really a bailed him. Yeah, a thousand dollars bail posted by another nonprofit, so Bronx make, Freedom Fund. Make sure you donate. Yeah, in August they left. They're, they're yeah. doing more for the homeless than De Blasio's doing. <laughs> Yeah, they're to bring the number down? Yeah. <laughs> That's how you tackle the homeless problem. No bail. And these guys go out and start murdering. A metal, uh, so he, yeah, he, 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 four sleeping guys, they were asleep. And he just beat him to death with this, with this fucking metal rod. He, uh, you know, this guy is, is not the guy to do this with. I mean, like this really does look bad for the for the nonprofits, doesn't it? I mean, uh, yeah, it's, it's not. I'm not impressed with the outcomes here. Uh, a violent crime, assault, right? He was in there for an assault for punching a guy. Now he's whistling loudly, and uh, he goes through all this bullshit. He's kicking out at the officers. He went berserk in court or with a court officer, and then they go, "Oh yeah." Let's get this. I don't even think they look at it. They surely they don't even look at it. This guy's 24. He's not 16. Right. So, I mean, it's not like they're doing it. Like at first it was like, well, we're going to, you know, we're focusing on the minors and the women. This guy is just a hardened, crazy person. Yeah. How did the cops not shoot him? In, in court, right? Well, even before that, when he was, you know, on the streets attacking people like, I, you know, 10 years ago, that would have been it. Oh, like if he's beating guys to death? Yeah, or coming after a cop, attacking, it's just like, Oh, bam. right. Yeah, it, it's, you know, it's the Ferguson effect, I think. Yeah, you're right. Indicted last week in connection with the rampage. Due back in court October 28th. Look out, people. <laughs> I'm telling what's going to happen that yeah, day. Exactly. They're going to have to put this guy in a people's court. Get some fucking ratings. In violent Brooklyn, a reputed gang member facing 34 counts, including armed robbery and assault, released... On bail, only to $6,000. That freedom to allegedly sexually assault a 12-year-old girl. Oh. So this is how this is going. Uh, $6,000 bail on 34 counts, including armed robbery and assault. That's a dangerous person. Yeah, that's armed a robber, lot of money. Armed robbery is a dangerous thing. That's like, I'll kill you if you don't give me your shit. You don't think he can get $6,000? He's got a gun. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's got that in his pocket. Right. He's getting the six grand. His uh, 17-year-old Tony Johnson, he's seven fucking teen. Tony Johnson caught a huge break when a Brooklyn judge rejected a prosecution request to set his bail at 225000 during the March 5th arraignment on the massive indictment and 
and instead uh, slash it by more than 97%. It's like handing out deals. Really? The deep discount. I had a Groupon. <laughs> Johnson's mom spring him from the slammer and bring him back to their home in uh, in the Brooklyn houses in Canarsie. Brooklyn houses. That, now, I've never seen Brooklyn spelled like this. B R E U K E L E N. Weird. Brooklyn houses in Canarsie. Never heard of those. Johnson, reputed member of the Folk Nation gang. Folk Nation sounds like a nice gang. Sounds like those black Israelites. No, I'm just yeah, Folk Nation. <laughs> All they do is sing sounds songs. Sounds like a band, right? Yeah. Allegedly wreaked more havoc uh, with court papers, you know, detailing a series of strong-armed robberies blamed on the six-foot-one, 280-pound teen, 6'1", 280. You're not a teen. Yeah. You're, you go straight to 21. You're a defensive tackle. Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah, exactly. You are a first-round draft pick. That's insane. That is insane. 6'1", 280. I mean, that's pretty big. It's not necessarily a giant, but 17 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's big for 17. It's a man boy. That's uh, September 15th. He allegedly snatched a cell phone from the hand of a female victim on the grounds. Of, a, of the sprawling Brooklyn houses, Brooklyn houses, and he ran off. It disappeared. The next day, uh, Johnson was about two miles from home when he allegedly snuck, struck again, repeatedly punching a female victim in the face. Corner of Livonia and Bristol Streets, around 4.30 p.m., broad daylight. Damn. Uh, he allegedly grabbed the victim's purse, tossed it on the ground, and ran away, leaving her with facial swelling, busted lip, that sent her to the hospital. Less than an hour later, he was back at the Brooklyn houses where court papers say he approached and threatened a male victim. Give me your sneakers or I'll stab you. All right. Okay. After sticking, here's my shoes. Right. Yeah. After sticking his hands in the male's pockets, he took his a victim's footwear and fled. Guy didn't want to get stabbed. But the teen allegedly took his viciousness to a whole new level this month when he sneaked up behind a 12 year old girl. As she walked through the Brooklyn houses on her way to pick up her sister's school, allegedly demanded the girl's cell phone and cash, then searched her book bag for the valuables. When he found nothing worth stealing, he allegedly forced the adolescent to a nearby basement where he ordered her to take off her pants and underwear, sexually assaulted her, and made her engage in a sex act. What does that mean? Well, we know. Johnson was busted in the sex attack and the robberies Thursday, being held at the Horizon Juvenile Center juvenile center he's running yes. the place being, being bailed out for five hundred dollars by a non-profit group <laughs> the boogie d well yeah. this time uh, it's a total of uh one hundred five thousand dollars cash bail or one hundred and thirty thousand dollars bond uh record show uh now city cops are outraged it's a disgrace that this team is allowed back out on the streets to ruin a poor girl's life i agree it is it is a disgrace Brooklyn detective who's familiar with the case said uh, nobody ever talks about the victims. Poor girl's life has been ruined because uh, they gave this guy another chance he didn't deserve. Another law enforcement source warned similar situations were bound to arise once new state laws go into effect next year that eliminate bail for most nonviolent offenses and end the automatic criminal prosecution of 16 and 17 year olds. So what the fuck does that mean? It just means they're gonna. Uh, it means it's gonna be pretty fucking dangerous. Yeah. Oh jeez. It's gonna be different. I think it's a very scary situation. According to this source, uh, the poor girl is the victim of a broken system. I'm afraid you're going to see many more stories like this. It's just the beginning. This is just the beginning. It's the these are the early days of the one of it's the tailspin that New York is in. 
these laws, they uh, these changes, all this stuff adds up, and and it puts us in a situation now. I mean, like, I'm not like just crying wolf. I'm not like I, I. You can see it. You can read it. I'm not the only one saying it. It's not even political. It's not about bail reform. I don't care about bail reform. I care about people being safe. Why? Why are they so fucking concerned about? Oh my God, this guy who has uh, admittedly committed some very serious crimes is going to have his life ruined That's by right. having he can't get bailed out. They they think that it's uh, penalizing poverty in some way. That's why we have jails. Yeah, but like when what's his name gets uh, bailed out. Like when they set the bail for for Weinstein, it was like a million dollars. It wasn't five hundred fucking dollars. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not like it's they make the bail proportionate to you know what you can uh, pay. If you're broke, they don't make it as much. I mean, like uh, it, there shouldn't be bail for somebody yeah. who, who rapes a twelve year old. That's what I'm saying. Why would they? Even Why are they letting bail? him out at all? I'd say no bail. You raped a fucking twelve year. He raped. A child. How people talk about their children like it's such a big fucking deal. A child. Oh my God, a child. It was a child. And now this, but well, if you've got 130,000, 105,000, whatever, you know, bail amount. I don't think he's going to make that. I, I don't know. I don't think anybody, I don't think any of these nonprofits want him out that bad. Yeah, right. They can get out so many more dirt bags for the same they money. They spend that kind of money, they don't get their salaries. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Court records show the judge who set Johnson's bail was acting state Supreme Court Justice Craig Walker, who declined to say why he overruled the request for the, for the high bail. This is the one who set it at 500. We don't, or 6,000 rather. We don't, which was a ninety-seven percent. And he decrease. doesn't have to answer for it. He just, you know, no accountability, to, no, not even to the press. Right. We don't comment on those things, on these things. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you the facts of the case, of that case. Yeah, I don't remember anything. Matter of <laughs> fact, I'm wasted. <laughs> oh, I, hold on a second. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> you guys think I care about this? <laughs> yeah, really. What are you talking about? Uh, Johnson's mother, Cheryl Johnson. She called the allegations against her son ridiculous. That's ridiculous! This is an African-American boy being framed. Framed, I said. Framed. She fumed. This is an African-American mother. That fumed. 12-year-old was a whore. She had it coming. <laughs> <laughs> My poor baby. You think the 12-year-old girl's framing your kid? God damn it. She fumed. He's a good kid. Very respectful. Gets along with everyone. Mm. Plays with the with the kids and stuff. Was playing I doctor. guess he does play with the kids <laughs> and stuff. They were playing doctor. Oh, they were just playing. Yeah. Why is it a big deal? Just playing jailhouse. Sometimes it goes a little too far. She accused cops. I mean, if, if, if he raped her, why ain't she pregnant? <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> That's her evidence, right? He didn't do it. Next on Maury. She accused cops. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. your rape baby. You are the father. Uh, she accused cops from the 69th precinct of harassing her son. That's in quotes. Harassing her son and said she'd filed four or five complaints with the Internal Affairs Bureau. Well, well you don't file complaints with the fucking Internal Affairs Bureau. You file complaints with the Citizens Complaint. That's right board or something like that my poor baby the ccrb the citizens complaint review board i guess the ccrb would file he never did nothing to nobody god that's usually the grandmother is the the delusional one in in this situation not the mother 
an NYPD spokesman said the matter's under inter- internal review. We're looking into this. Yeah, defense lawyer Jay uh, Schwitzman, he's representing Johnson in connection with the recent robbery. And We're suing. <laughs> Maintains he's innocent. We'll fight the charges innocent. in court. Yeah, I mean, they'll be lucky if they get out of this without having to pay him. We're suing and we get to keep the 12-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy, right? Fucking nuts. I am not... I'm not feeling too good about the future about with this shit. No way. It's not looking good. That kid's got a, a big career of criminal activity. He's young. He's built. He's got a big career in front of him of rape and pillage. Mm-hmm. And murder and mm-hmm. whatnot. Yeah, he's got a whole life ahead of him to commit crimes. He's only 17. Yeah, It'd be a shame if something was to stand in the way of that. He's, he's if, like a scholarship. It would be a shame <laughs> if the if the high school to prison pipeline right. uh, were, were to you know prevent him from actually fulfilling his potential why should he be branded a criminal why should he have a record his whole life branded with a criminal record because he raped a 12 year old you know i mean why should that be his defining thing if we could just get him to catch a football i didn't just (laughs) rape a 12 year old i also committed armed robberies i can run fast i am 6'2 280 I mean, you know, I can block. It's multitasking. Yeah, you put me in the backfield, I, and I, I can on short yardage situations. <laughs> I won't over. I will only sack the quarterback. I'll rape him. <laughs> <laughs> a Queens landlord made a horrifying house cleaning discovery after a tenant's eviction, uncovering the rotted remains of a corpse amid a heap of trash. People will do anything to get out of paying rent. <laughs> I don't think this guy's getting his deposit back. Right. It wasn't immediately clear if the decomposed body was that of a man or a woman. That's how long the body had been there. Well, that's how strange people are nowadays. Didn't even know if a crime was committed. Oh, right. <laughs> they don't want to. They don't want to misgender this I, yeah. corpse and go to court. I don't want to piss anyone off. <laughs> I can't really tell. It's uh, you know, it was an Indigo Girl CD. Unfortunately, not alive to tell us right. what its gender is. The the tenant, a 59-year-old woman, was evicted last Monday from her apartment in uh, on Northern Boulevard. That's near Browvale Lane in Douglaston, uh, which is above a store that buys and sells silver and gold. Well, so that puts it in a... That's a shitty neighborhood, right? I like how they're doing a commercial for the place. Is there... <laughs> JG's yeah. gold and silver buy. Yeah, that's what it's... F- apartment for rent. <laughs> yeah. On Sunday afternoon, the landlord went into the apartment to clear out uh, clothing and other items. Is it seriously though? Is that a dog whistly kind of a way of saying it's in a shitty area? If you say it's above a fucking place that sells silver and gold, a pawn shop. Are those like usually? Yeah, exactly. Is that that's not a nice? We also cash checks. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and no one smelt this. The guy went in there. He's just like, hey, yeah, it usually smells like this. Oh yeah, I mean, you know. she was. It was. A, it was in a pile of trash. So maybe the trash was covering the smell, amid a heap of trash, a rotted remains. Man, well, obviously that this probably the smell was there. That might be probably why they got evicted. Because it is very hard to evict somebody. This is a basically how hard you have to go in order to evict somebody. They're actually dead, Your Honor. Can we evict them now? Yeah. <laughs> well, no, they still have rights. Do not. No, move I guess them. she left. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it was after the tenant's eviction. Ah. But maybe, oh, I I, t- I didn't take it to be the dead the dead tenant. But I guess I would explain why you know no rent right in a while. They don't make you leave when you're evicted. Like get out. Like nobody- I think she left on Sunday afternoon. The landlord went into the apartment to clear out clothing and other items that the woman left behind. So she's a she's a bit of a hoarder apparently. <laughs> she's like she doesn't even throw away the dead bodies. You know when someone dies, he then found the dead the decomposed corpse amid the abandoned trash. 
An autopsy will determine the cause of death. Police are looking for the ex-tenant. Uh, those who know her say she is morbidly obese and had recently required medical attention with an ambulance crew wheeling her from the building as she flashed a cheery thumbs up. And she's single. She's been living in the apartment for more than 20 years. Though a man working at the corner deli said until the ambulance showed up, he had no idea anyone lived there. She probably didn't leave the house a lot. Morbidly obese people, they kind of uh, avoid the stairs. I didn't know any. I didn't know somebody uh, existed up there. So the they would bring her shit, I guess. Yeah, yeah. She probably had a lot of delivery, and that's why the garbage is there. She's not taking it out because she's morbidly obese. She's this woman's a victim. It didn't look like she was off her noodle or anything. (laughs) Says uh, (laughs) David. Noodles. (laughs) She wasn't off it. She was very much on this uh, fifty-nine and morbidly obese. Had a dead body in her apartment. Um. And she had to be evicted. I mean, she was she was just hanging out with that body. Yeah, well. it's you know, tenant rights are fucking extreme in in New York City. It's it's very very difficult to get anybody out. I mean, like you have to be just it's like this. You have to be like. I wonder how long it had been since she'd pay rent. I'd love to hear more about that story. A six year old boy was carjacked, but he's okay. Six year old left alone in the back seat of his uncle's idling car Monday, taken for a hair raising ride by a witless thief who snatched the vehicle without realizing a child was in the back seat. Ronald Mowat found safe and sound in Brooklyn less than two hours after the joyless ride, evaluated by a doctor. This is a precaution. Thief is still being sought. <laughs> the the drama began about 1.15 in uh, Canarsie, Avenue L. Near All this East. shit's happening in Canarsie. I'm telling you, man. Wow. Not a nice place. East 96th Street, where the little boy's 28-year-old uncle pull up. He uh, popped in to buy something at Bernardo's Plumbing Supply. Now, hold on one moment. This has got to be, yeah, from the Daily News. I knew it. You know how I can tell? Because if if it was in the Post, they would say, they left this, this guy left his fucking kid in the car. First of all, which, who leaves a six-year-old in the fucking car? Was it running? Yeah. Wrong. This is not the way it's done. He went in to buy something at a plumbing supply place, okay? That's going to be a thing. You're going yeah, like, yeah, to, it's yeah. not like an instant in and out. The uncle returned, uh, his parked and running vehicle was gone. Oh, a Lord. regular of mine. <laughs> he oh, comes Lord. in here. Somebody stole the truck. Orders two 12-inch ball valves. Pay me $12. He says to me, they stole my car with my nephew in there. This guy gives you the... These are the details I wanted. A regular of mine. He comes in here. This is Chris Walker, 45. Uh, Bernardo's worker. He orders two 12-inch ball valves. Pays me $12. He says to me, they stole my car with my nephew in there. I said, you're breaking my ball valves, I gotta, aren't you? I, I got to return these ball <laughs> valves. Oh, oh, hey. I watched the guy get out of his car. Not even uh, two minutes. Not even two minutes? Doesn't matter. You don't leave the kid in the car. You can't. Why would you? It's just, especially leaving it running. Chief of Detectives Dermot Shea tweeted the uh, boy's picture with a picture of the car. A white Acura with Georgia license plates. A car and Ronald found at 3 p.m. at the Georgia Avenue and Linden Boulevard. How about that? In East New York. Found at Georgia Avenue. And he's from Georgia. He's got Georgia plates. Yeah. Immediately, it wasn't immediately clear if the uncle would be charged. Man, the uncle said, I'm just glad we could get him back. Man, that's how I lost my last nephew. <laughs> <laughs> the Reverend. My sister still won't talk to me. My Reverend. Uh, the Reverend Cecil Moon Sam. An NYPD clergy liaison agreed. They found the car, they found the child, and everything as well. Moon Sam said. 
I don't know. I don't. Moon Sam seems to not really be condemning this. Uh, you know, not judging this guy. But look, I mean, I'm telling. Moon Sam sounds like somebody should be a Burning Man. Now you guys are wondering, how did you not know what uh, newspaper you were reading? It's because the way these are right. uh, sort of formulated, and 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 the way I receive these, they're from all different publications. Uh, sometimes I just don't. Really, you know, I'm looking more at the headlines and stuff. I don't. I don't notice. They're all mixed together. Sometimes it's Daily News. Sometimes it's the Post. I can definitely tell a difference. Saying that right now, well, it seems like a good a place has any to stop. Hope your day is good, and uh, you know, Rich, I know you got gigs coming up uh, Mondays. You can always see you at at uh, uh, what is it, uh, Grand, Grand Village, Village Comedy Village, Club, yeah. and uh, you can see me December thirteenth at White Plains Comedy Club, right up there in White Plains, New York, Westchester, with uh, comedians of Compound. Looking forward to seeing you then. Also, I'd like to invite everybody to come out on the eighteenth. That's this weekend to uh to see me perform stand-up comedy i'll be doing uh two shows the 10 o'clock and the 12 o'clock show i'm shooting those and uh we'll be interviewing some people and stuff too so if you're around in the city come to grizzly pear grizzly pear the 18th that's two shows the 10 o'clock and the 12 o'clock show so i'll see you at the grizzly pear i believe that's what saturday night or friday let's just check that's friday night friday night at the 10 o'clock and uh, the 12 o'clock shows. See you then. Uh, thanks, Rich Carucci. Thank you. Thank you for listening to New York City Crime Report.